Okay, a lot of action now. We know when Ada comes in, the Gemara says, Ta'anit, which is not just now. We mentioned many times before. The Rashi says, Adar Nisan, Adar and Chodesh Nisan, these two months are Yemeni, seemly Israel. They said miracles are Israel. Contrary to what people think today, if you tune in to the frequency of miracles, we're going to have miracles today, yes. And Bazat Hashem will be safe from the plagues and from troubles. But we have to take the Gemara's words and somehow, be somehow. I say somehow? What do you mean somehow? You have to find me to be happy. Well, if it's the radio all day, the radio and, and, and ratings and everything all day, of course, person might just get down on himself. Forget about the radio. Start getting involved with the Kharash Baruch Hu. Put on the real app, the app of all apps. Kharash Baruch Hu is the main one. And start thinking about Kharash Baruch Hu and our lives, which is the greatest time. Adar. Adar. That's Adar, Alaf Dardarish. It is found the time of one, like Sashadishit. Adar is very high. Simha is happiness. Haman in the Megillah says, when he comes back, that one day, when he was invited to the feast by Esther, the first day, on top of the world, he comes back and he's like, wow. He's on top of the world. And the queen invited him, just them three. King, queen, and this guy, Haman. And he's wealthy, and he's rich. He comes home, but then on the way back home, he's Mordechai, and he's burned up. We know that, that Esther did not attack Haman the first day of the feast. Ahasuerus asked her, what do you want? I want you to come to, the, come to a drinking feast. Do you want Haman? Oh, then that's it. So they came, he asked the meal, what do you want? Tomorrow I'll tell you what I want. In the feast again tomorrow we should have another feast with Haman. Why did she nail him right there? She had him in her palm. She was happy. We know he was happy. Haman was happy. Even Haman was happy, and she couldn't beat him. She was afraid he can't beat him. Even Rasha ought to beat when he's happy. But when he came home, and on the way home he sees Hamorchai sitting there and not bowing to him, not moving, not budging. When he walks by, this big Haman, he was burned, burned out. That's it. He tells his wife, "Look what I got. I got. I'm invited." I got money, wealthiest man around. He got over 200 kids he had, over 200 kids. He got everything. All of this is not worth it for me. When I see Mordechai Nebedi bow down to me. What? That's all that you have a problem with? That's you. But I gave you wealth. I gave you children. I gave you fame. World's fame. That's all? One guy's not bowing down to you? It's bothering you? Ah, really? Hashem says? Then I'll make sure you'll have what to complain about. You'll be hanging on a tree in two days. That'll be it. Finished. Understand the point? Person has so much to be happy about. He's going to say, yes, I'm married. Or ladies, I'm married. He's complaining. I'm, I'm saying it's easy. Of course it's hard. But you have so many other things. Look at them. Look at other things also. It'll minimize the problem in your, in your eyes and you'll get a Yeshua in that merit. Where's your thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for what you do have? You have so much good. Look down to the small things. Okay, they are married now. Hashem. Don't have kids yet. The wedding, year two. And it's destroying them. What are you doing? You have a billion other things that are going good for you. Look at those things. I thank Hashem. Says, "Well, thank me for those things. I give him kids too." 
I'll invest in this guy, but I say I give everything else. I'll say, well, thank you, Hashem Kitzvah. Understand? We again revert back to the great motto of thank you, Hashem. You have to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And when you thank Hashem, by the way, it brings Simcha also. What's Simcha? Simcha is when the spiritual and physical get together. That's Simcha. Simcha equals, in numerical value, Goshen. That's 353. And the word Hasimha equals 358, which is mash- also Goshna Mashiach and Nahash. Hasimha equals the word Mashiach and the word snake. 358, both of them. Showing you that the way to get away from the snake, from the evil, is with Simcha, which brings Mashiach. When you're happy, that's the biggest truva in Simcha. Because you're not happy, you're just, oh, you're not happy. Something's wrong. If you're not happy, you're breathing, you're eating, you're enjoying life, something's wrong. That's one of the biggest sins in the world, not to be happy. And an Adar, we're commanded to be extra happy. The word Mahashava, we said this last year also, Mahashava means thought. Unscramble the letters, it spells Besimha. Which means everything depends upon your thoughts. It's a state of mind. Happiness state of mind. If you're able to work on your thoughts and be happy and feel there's so much to be happy about, you'll be happy. But I can be happy. You could be happy. You could control yourself and be happy. And not just here. If we'll be happy here, we'll help others be happy other places in the world. Like the famous story where Sosalanto said, he once took his students, great students, his top students, that were holy of holies. And he says to them, you have to keep Shabbat. You have to be strengthened Shabbat. They don't know what's going on. Shabbat? They're talking about Shabbat? These rabbis are joint rabbis. What's study? He says, yes. Because if we be even stronger in Shabbat here, in, in Poland, in Lithuania, even in Paris, the Jews will be stronger. It has an effect in the world. If someone in Paris is not doing good, Maybe maybe he or not strong. Simha that I serve Hashem. Simha that I'm well. Simha that I'm chosen. In the time of Haman, time of Hashverosh, time they went to the feast. Why were they hayav to you? Why was there that decree of extermination? Hasra Shalom, Jewish nation. How did it happen? So the Gemara says the question, and it says two answers. Because they benefited from the Sauda, the feast of Hasharosh, took part in that feast. And also they bowed down to the image that was put up many years before by Nebuchadnezzar. Of course, they only bowed outwardly. What was really the problem? The problem was like this. Pinkus explains, Pinkus explains that. Just, just now somebody came visit the yeshiva from Rabbi Moshe Elisha he told me he says Pinkus equals the numerical value of the word Musar 306 he was a big Musar rabbi so it says that they were disconnected from Hashem they disconnected from Hashem that was the problem glad kosher meal Mordechai was there present made sure everything was going to be kosher for the Jews but 
glad kosher stupidity. Glad kosher fun. Glad kosher etzanut. You go to a, go- a goyish party. You don't belong there, I'm saying. Oh, Hashem says, they disconnect from me. That was a big problem. They, need to be, they needed to be reunited, reunited, which he explains in the Sefer of Pinkus. It needed almost like something called resurrection of the dead. They needed a renewal of life because it was decreed upon them no life. And Hashem had to tap in for them to the source of sources of kindness to give them life again. Person sometimes goes out, what's the big deal? What's the thing? I know a part of the world. So he goes out to the big world and he thinks it's normal to be part of the world. Mistake of mistakes in his life. You can't be disconnected. You're Jewish. You're Hashem's child. You're Hashem's children. We can't be disconnected. You can't take a Ford to be disconnected. You know? Disconnection brings all the trouble. Like guys tell me, oh Rabbi, come on. Where's your phone? You're disconnected, Rabbi. He's, he's, he's connected. He's disconnected! The less you have to do with these things, the more you're connected to, to G.O.D. himself. The more you have these things, these items, the more it takes you away from real, even let's say a guy's a kosher little flip phone, and he has an excess gemara, he's learning. It's not the same learning! No way! Because... He knows that it could be a phone call. Oh, no, I, I put it on. Oh, he's thinking now. Well, no, I put it on off. Okay, okay. So now I can learn now. But then he knows he has to put it on later on. So he's thinking a few minutes. He also, what, what should I put it on? Say, so, yeah, I can learn. What kind of learning is that? It's a hard test. Not the same level of learning for sure not. Can't be. How possible? So every deviation, every move out of the box, it takes us away. And the took is a problem. How do you get back? You make the same letters called tikkun. <coughs> Make a tikkun. You gotta make a rectifying, yeah. and then you become a tinok. Same letters again. Tinok means you're born again, and that's what it says. You try to get a fight for simha. You gotta fight for happiness. Harav hida is your side. Is this Shabbat? Is your side? Is this Shabbat? Harav hida. Right here, Harav Minuchot. Rabbi Hayim Yosef David Azurai, the greatest swarik, posik, best two hundred years, wrote like sixty-eight books. He writes. He says. He says. He writes like this. There's more reward. Let's see. Do mitzvah. But you do it with happiness to mitzvah, there's more reward to the simha than the mitzvah itself. That's how big it is. If you have, you have to be happy, you're to Philippe, be happy. Doing Shabbat, be happy. You're doing Barakha, be happy. You're doing learning, be happy. You're praying, oh, doing a chesed, be happy. It brings to highest levels. Yeshayah Navi says, he says, how come he was the one that gave over the most comforting prophecies. It's all comforts. A lot of comforts. He has comfort, 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 comfort. He says because he accepted Hashem's kingdom with happiness more than anybody else in the world. He says, Shema, take upon himself the yoke of heaven. He did it with the biggest subhan in the world. So he merited to be the most, the prophet that prophesies the most happy things. Now Rizal says that the greatest he got to his great levels because when he did his sport, he was very happy. So here comes the chance of Adam when the volume has to go up, comes the Yisrara, they're making trouble. Well, it's not to be happy. Somehow we have to manage to be happy. We can't let this get in the way. But I'm not saying, of course, Hashem is talking. It's not, not Yisrara. Hashem is talking very, very loud. Like we said yesterday, in the parentheses of yesterday's class, we must be careful in the tefillah to pray 
for real and not to talk. Not to talk! Drawing tefillah. To see to it, others shouldn't talk either. Start, start a program of strengthening this topic. And of course, learning Torah, as just now, someone else wrote that from the Hebrew, as I said, also learning Torah, wash hands before you pray, tefillah, wash before you pray. Your prayer should be accepted. And he says, when you're learning, don't touch your shoes, things like that. Your learning should be accepted, it should be strengthened in your learning. But as I said yesterday also, the house of Hashem is like a better Magadash. The old temple was called Sukkah. The Vodun Gaon says in Mishneh, why called Sukkah? Rabbi Sarovsky says it in his statement, CD. Because there was a cover, it was a haven for us, it protected us. So they said, what's going to be Hashem? The exile, no, no temple. He says, you're going to have the house of study, the synagogue, the shuls. There's going to be like a sukkah, and our protection is there too. But if we take Hashem away from the synagogue, away from the shuls, where's our protection? So, Bazit Hashem, we have to know. But being the simha, we have to be intensified the simha. As hard as it looks like sometimes, we have to have the no worry effect. Which means you have to take, of course, it's asked Rabbi to do, situation, of course, but to be scared, no, it's not scared. The word de'aga, we know, de'aga means worry, right? Dalit, alef, gimel, he, right? You're missing all, you're missing alef, gimel, dalit, he, missing a bet. Alef, bet, gimel, dalit, he, right? Bet means bitahon. You're missing the bitahon. Trust in Hashem. De'aga means worry. Why are you worried for? Because you're missing the bet. You have all four letters in a row, you're missing one letter. Bet. So, but Hashem. I'm wishing the boys that should be a great, great Shabbat, a Shabbat of preparation for Purim. As much as there's media going out now that scares people, Bazar Hashem, you have to take the other route of thank you, Hashem, of being close to Hashem, of enjoying Shabbat, being Sameach, being happy, preparing for a very special Purim of miracles. Hashem will do anything in a second. As Hashem, we can be zochet to the greatest of miracles. Purim is a day that's not in the regular holiday uh, selection. Purim is a day that's above. It was a day of miracles. It's not a regular day. It's out of the norm. Since Hashem had to dig into the deepest chesed of the roots of the root of roots, so that's what it says. Those first two words equals what? The miracle value. The word bereshit to show you it's like it's like creation again. Hashem is doing something new now. He's bringing a miracle. So. And we know we don't commemorate as Jews. We relive again the same Kiddushah, which means coming down a few days from now, Hashem, Purim is going to come down, this big Siat Nishmaya, this big, big greatness. And those people who are looking forward to it will have miracles, Hashem. Amish will have miracles. Yedat Salam have a beautiful Shabbat. We should be prepared for Purim. We may speak again before Purim. But for right now, let's make sure that... Hashem Hashem rules the world, the world rejoices. Hashem is in charge. Look to Hashem, prepare ourselves, and come into Purim the right way.